What's up guys? Back at it again with another episode of the Genesis Podcast. It's your boy Desi. Yup, it's J-Boy here. It's your boy Colin. Mello. And we're back at it again with another episode here on the Genesis. Uh, if you guys did not catch our previous episodes, please go back, catch all Genesis Podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts actually, and Google Podcasts. Uh, definitely go back, check all of that, you know, and more if you guys missed it from the beginning. Um, so today we have a, another topic, you know, it's, it's kind of a sensitive one, but at the same time, yeah. you know, I feel like it's going to help a lot of people out there, uh, definitely. And this is going to be about fatherhood. So just our relationships with our fathers growing up and how that kind of shaped us right. and how that probably plays, plays a fact, uh, or factor rather in our relationship with God. Yes. Uh, so definitely I want to ask you guys though, um, you know, how is it, you know, growing up, you know, in a home with just, you know, one parent, if not both parents? I don't know if you guys kind of experienced that. Yeah. Maybe someone can start and just talk about your upbringing, really. You know, how did you yeah. grow up? Who did you grow up with? Did you grow up with your father? Um, how did that shape your life? Yeah, so I, I, I grew up with my dad. So um, kind of uncommon. Right. Most most people grow up with, you know, a single um, mother or they grow up with, you know, both parents. But my situation was different. Grew up with my dad. There was some family drama. And, you know, the child always gets the, the brunt of it, of the decision. And it, it sucks. But anyways, grew up with my grew up with my dad. And, you know, um, my, my dad, he was a great father, you know, provided um the only th- the only thing that, you know, you um, I, I look at some look back at sometimes I'm like, oh, shoot. Right. Um, is, you know, obviously, you know, you realize, you know, afterwards that, you know, um, the importance of having, you know, two parents in a home. Right. Um, I grew up. Um, I was um, I, I, I wouldn't say I was um, emotionless. Right. But I have very I have I had I had zero to, to no emotional feeling towards certain things. It's like. You know, certain things will happen, like, you know, a family member would die, and I, I'll just be, be kind of numb, like, okay, right? And I, I never really understood why I was like that. I never really understood why, you know, I, I, I did those things or I felt that type of way. Um, who knows, man? Um, sometimes I chop it up to, you know, not having, you know, um, my mom around, not having, you know, that, that comforting, you know, um, 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 figure around. Um, but you know, nonetheless, I grew up with my dad, um, and you know, I'm here today. That's great. Um, is it? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> you mean that? Just because you said you're here, you're here today. I'm yeah, saying yeah, it's yeah. Great. You yeah, know, definitely. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you made it. Yeah. Um, you know, God's really working in your life. Yeah. No. Right? Not, so I love, I love my pops. I don't want, I don't want man to think I don't. Like my dad, like he is my guy. Love that man to death, but you know, obviously, it would, it, if I had my mom in the picture, it would be great too, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like me, um, really had two perspectives, man. I grew up most of my life with my mom. Um, my parents were together until I was about seven or eight years old, and my mm-hmm. parents divorced. Um, so obviously, as a little kid, you know, like you don't see everything, right? You just see the bits and pieces of things. So, my image that I saw as a child. Uh, of my dad was, um, you know, someone who, you know, he, he was the one who was always, you know, taking me to basketball games. And, um, you know, I'm really big in terms of 
sports, so playing basketball is something I really did as a kid. You know, he would take me to games, take me to tournaments, stuff like that. Um, was there for me in that way. And so I kind of thought, okay, he was a good father in a sense, right? But there were some things that I noticed that were a little bit off um, in terms of how he moved. Um, not knowing everything as a child that young, seven or eight years old at the time, but you know, my father sometimes, like, you know, like he, he would go in the car, we'll drive, and he would, you know, stop at the liquor store, right? And he would um, go and, you know, buy something, come back, you know, tell me, go wait in the car, you go drink in the back, whatever, and come back, right? You're a kid, but you don't see stuff like that, right? right. And, and, and put two and two together, right? I just thought, like, okay, yeah, this is what he does, right? Whatever, but. Um, growing up when I started to have a relationship, a deeper relationship with my mom and she started to let me in on things, then I realized, okay, what my dad, um, how my dad really was. Mm. And, um, my dad, my dad, this did struggle with, um, um, addiction, right? So he was, he was an alcoholic. Um, so he did struggle with that and mm. it was a big effect. It played a big effect in the home. Uh, I know that my parents fought a lot, really, because of that. So he was, he did have a temper, um, but really, he struggled with mental illness. So uh, his struggles with mental illness, kind of, you know, having that with alcohol, you know, obviously is not a great mix. And so, um, not you know, being in a home, I didn't really realize, okay, that was a struggle. Like this guy really struggled with mental illness, whatever, right? But as I got older. And, you know, he moved around a lot. Yeah. Uh, he was never stable in one spot. Mm. And um, I got older to and realized, you know, that the condition that he had. And I realized, okay, it was something that he um, he had to be medicated for, right? It was something that was serious. Um, and so growing up with a parent like that, um, schizophrenic, um, he had those issues that he had to battle with. Mm. And that was kind of hard to see my father in a state like that, yeah. right? And he had a really hard upbringing as well. So yeah. my relationship with him was not that great. Um, but nonetheless, as I got older, I started to appreciate the little things that I could, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, he's still, he's still my dad, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, he might be going through things. He might be struggling through things or whatever. But I still had to look at him and say, no, you know, there are little things that he did and helped me with, even with the short period of time that I was living with him. Um, and I can still use that to today. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I think mine is different. Mine, um, I grew up in Jamaica, so I came here to Canada when I was like 10 years old. So I used to live with my mom from, I was born to 10, came here, lived with my dad for like two years. I was, I was too bad because I came from Jamaica, mm. you know, got sent back to Jamaica. My mom was like, no, 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 he can't come. He can't live out here. Jamaica's too bad, even though he's bad up there. Jamaica's like, it's just too bad. It's too bad. So with a matter of like two weeks, I got sent back to Canada. <laughs> I got sent back to live with my, my aunts and my uncles. And, you know, a lot of my life I compared to like Harry Potter, <laughs> you know. If you understand that the Harry Potter dynamic, he lived with like his, his cousins, his aunts and his, his uncles, you know. Mm -hmm. And like, the way he was treated within the house, it was kind of like the way I was treated, the same way, like, he used to do everything in the house, so coming to live with cousins and aunties, it was like, it was the same dynamic, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, growing up without a father was, a, it was just like that, because, like, 
even created something interesting where like I grew up with people calling them family and like I'm far away from them as blood as possible. You know what mm. I mean? The people I even went to, they're not even my aunts and my uncles. They're like my mom's cousins. Mm. You know, so growing up without a dad, I, 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 I didn't really have like daddy issues because I don't know like daddy, daddy issues like it was played out obviously psychologically. And you could see it through my life, but like I never really thought about it. You know what I mean? I just thought it was normal because growing up in the whole Jane and Finch, after I came back and lived with my aunts and my aunts and uncles, it was like lived in Finch, and I didn't know, I couldn't count on my hand like how much people I know with the same that live with mom and dad. It was just like, okay, you live with your mom, you live with your dad. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because mm -hmm. one or the other, none of the moms was together. Same thing in Jamaica growing up. My mom, I lived with her. You know what I mean? And then my brother, we had no father figures, you know. We just had man, uncles, aunts that mm. took care of us. We had father ro figure roles that we looked up to, but like none of them were real fathers. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it's not common for us to like have daddies in our lives. So that daddy issue obviously paid a lot of my psychology, psych psyche. But I never really thought about it, saying I'm like I miss my dad. I I wish daddy was here. There was none of that in my life. It was just mm. like it's normal. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I hear you. That's my life. I hear that. I'm um, hearing you guys talk about you guys, um, you know, upbringing and father. I, I feel mine is, is boring. Uh. <laughs> it's boring? Nah, it's not boring, bro. It just is what it is. Um, For me, man, I, I grew up with both parents and... Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, lucky me. Uh, yeah, I grew, I, I grew up with both my parents and my dad my mom um my dad that was a great dad he 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 even though I, when i was younger I, I didn't understand what he was doing for me you know sometimes where you know i cry and i'm like my mom just come and you know, cuddles me and comfort me and you mm -hmm. know give me that love my dad's always like tough on me <laughs> like there's a day my dad is like he had it and like yo you're going to boarding school and I was like, I was like, no, I'm not going there. It's like, it's like my mom said, like my mom was like, um, no, it's my son. He he's gonna stay with me. I said, if you want this guy, to, if you want this boy to grow up responsible, I'm sending him to boarding school right mm. now. September came and I was like, I was in boarding school and I was sleeping with a, I was sleeping in the dorm with a bunch of guys, and and in the morning I was taking showers with a bunch of guys and like, that was my reality then and. <laughs> Yo, every day I was in a fight, so that that kind of like mm. toughened me up, and I see mm. what my dad did to me, and right. yeah, it toughened <laughs> me up really good. But yeah, yeah. wow, I want to ask you guys this, man. Like, we all have different upbringings with our fathers, yeah. but um, what is the role of a father? It's mm. a good question. Because I believe the Bible says, you know, talks about, um, you know, as a husband also, um, mm -hmm. you know, just taking care of your home, mm -hmm. right? How, you know, you're worse than an unbeliever, you know yeah. what I mean? And so the father is supposed to be a provider, supposed to be, you know, um, a comforter, since, yeah. you know, you are the head um, of the family, yes. you know what I mean? And so um, the role that you play is very big in the home, yes. you know, what other extensions can you add on to that you know as a father you know what's your role what do you play in the home 
Yeah, no, um, it's very, very good question, Desi. Um, yeah, you know, the father sets the tone in the home, yeah. right? Father, what the way the father lives, right, will determine most of the times will determine how um, the wife will live, how the kids will live, right? So, you know, um, if, you know, if a father says, you know, what, you know, um, as choose this day who you serve, as for me in my house, I will serve the Lord. You mm -hmm. will see great things from that, from that household. You will see great things from that family unit. But, you know, if a father, you know, um, chooses not to take on that responsibility, right, um, you will see, you'll, you'll, you'll see a lot of, you know, things that you shouldn't see. That's where you start to see broken homes. That's where you start to see, right, a lot of issues rise from households. There's actually studies that show, um, you know, um, um, households where, you know, the father um, isn't, um, you know, um, doing what they should be doing as a father. Um, households where the father isn't, um, you know, setting the tone, right, um, to lead his lead his home, right. That's where um, you see, you know, issues with, you know, um, kids being rebellious, right. Um, kids going out, you know, and joining gangs. Um, kids going out um, and and or um, you know, um, young girls going out and being promiscuous. It's because you know the father, the father's you know tone, the father's authority in the household isn't set, mm -hmm. right? And you know, um, it needs to be. And that's what's really important about the father. Like, you know, the the father in the household um, is is a picture of you know Jesus Christ in the church, right? Um, so if that's not there right it's it's broken just like mm. you know if jesus is not in the church it's broken yeah, yeah. um i want to ask you a, a question i want Melo and colin to kind of um go at this because i think you know you being the only one who grew up with two parents colin i think you um can have a great insight uh, on this question uh, and I think Melo as well um, with just your upbringing. But um, if you did, and Jason, you, could, you can add on to this. Did you guys feel insecurities growing up because of the mm. fact that you did not grow up maybe with <laughs> both parents? Or um, even, you know, you could have a father that's in the home, but he's not present. Mm. He's just in the home. doesn't mean... You know, you have necessarily you have a father, but I mean, he's not fulfilling the role just because he's just there, but he's just not available. He's not he's not active in the home, right? So, if that was a scenario too um, for you, did you guys feel insecurities growing up? And if you did, um, how did you kind of overcome those insecurities as you guys became Christians? Hmm. You know what I realized? Um, drawing a contrast now. As a, as a Christian, I realized like, not yeah, insecurities, but what I felt was like, when looking back at it, you could see there were, in my life, like, there was a lot of feeling of loneliness, emptiness, right? Mm. Where, if, where a lot of people in life, you don't realize because you don't have this, you don't know what the family dynamics is. You could look at the sin nature between these two, of a person that's raised in two-person household, a person a single-person household, with me, a single-person household, or just in my aunt's and uncle's house or, you know, parent figure was not there because yeah. they had their own life and they had to focus on their own <laughs> kids where, right. you know, I was left to do whatever or, you know, 
it's just different. Yeah. But like, it was a lot of emptiness, loneliness in my life where I, where I struggled, where my sin nature is like trying to fill the void of the emptiness. Like me going out smoking, you know, mm-hmm. going out joining. You could say it's a gang, but like I never call it a gang. Call it the rock. My friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Doing the most. We're, we're, we're the gangs of all the gang. We're, like, we're in it. You know, we're smoking, we're drinking, we're selling drugs. You know, we're having sex outside of marriage. We're doing all these things to fill that empty void mm-hmm. where you draw the contrast now, you're saved. Mm-hmm. The father is the father to the fatherless where yeah. he fills these voids. You know, that's what I realized. I was empty inside. Mm. You know, not necessarily insecure. I, yeah, the insecurities. Mm-hmm. Uh, insecurities totally but like one thing i felt was like that void yeah inside that needed to be filled and where christ comes in and fills those voids mm-hmm. yeah from not me being raised with like a father or a parent two parent also you can say a father because once the father's in the household you know you have every structure there in yes. place like what yes. jason just said yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. what would you say colin um I wouldn't say I had any insecurity, to be honest. Um, yeah, my 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 dad kind of like it's kind of like the he 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 makes the law and he enforces it pretty much. It's a disciplinarian, eh? Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a more of a like the Bible says, you know, listen to your um, uh, listen to your father's instruction. So it's kind of like a, like this is the law, you know obey or get out of my house you know what i mean so <laughs> that kind of thing so i <laughs> so it kind of like gave me a structure kind of like i i see that and like subconsciously like i i, I kind of take notes in my head and i my, my mind and i see i i i see his leadership and all of that my dad was was really busy he wasn't really the time he had with us he, you know he he made he he gave it his best, mm-hmm. but he was always working and always out of the house. My mom was mm-hmm. the one just doing pretty much everything because he was busy working. My because my dad was a journalist, he was always traveling, so mm-hmm. pretty much. So, but yeah, um, I didn't really, I, I can't say I have any insecurity, but pretty much, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what you said, leadership. Yeah. That's why we begin to follow everybody on the streets, bro. You know, yes. yeah. everybody you, you yeah. follow in the crowd, following the leader everywhere we're yeah. going because we don't have no sense of leadership in our household when there's no yeah. father there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like what Jason says, like I, it's debated to this day. Like, like the, the the number one problem in North America is the fatherless house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Number one. You know. I think, man, it's very important to understand your identity in Christ. You know, especially if you, you know. Whether, you know, um, us as men or even, you know, girls who grew up as well with no father, you're going to come to Christ and you have to understand that you have to know your identity in Christ. You need to know that you were chosen, that you were adopted by God. You need to know that, you know, you've been redeemed. You need to know that you're a child of God. You know, all those who who, um, are called to the Bible says he's chosen you to be yes. children of God. You need to know that. You need to implant that in your mind. Um, for me, you know, growing up, I think insec- there was insecurities, but in the sense also that, um, you know, I would look around and my friends had two parent households, right? Mm. Two, pers- uh, two parents in the household, right? And so, you know, not having my dad there and just growing up with my mom, what happens is everyone tries to fulfill, uh, I guess, the father the role of the father but then it gets everyone else out of position 
So my mom would try to do both, but it gets her out of position. Mm. My my older brother would try to do that, but then it gets him out of position, right? And so it, it just it just maneuvers, you know, everyone's yeah. role, right, yeah, in the household, right? And the father needs to have that role that's, you know, essential in the home, right? He sets the example um, when the father comes home. Right. He he he's able to say, OK, this is how things are going to be done. You know, this is how my house is going to be run. Right. If for, if you're, you know, most families. Right. What happens is you take you even take on the father's last name. What's up, guys? This is Jason from the Genesis podcast. And if you're wondering, where are these guys from? Well, I'll tell you. We're from the Proclaimed Church, located at 31 Edgar Avenue, North York, Ontario. Now, if you want more information, you can always go to proclaimchurch.ca, where you will find a list of our activities. If you need a church you want to come to, or you don't have a church, you're always welcome right, to come to us again. Website is proclaimchurch.ca. Go there and you'll find all the information you need. That's usually sometimes how it goes, especially in our culture and African culture, you take um, you know, your father's last name. And so I mean, imagine now you take your father's last name and your father's not there. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> And that in itself, there's confusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have this name attached to me, but at the same time, he's not present. Mm-hmm. Right? And so um, I have to switch my mindset and understand now as a Christian, okay, I'm coming into Christ. I have a heavenly father, right? Yes, I have insecurities, but at the end of the day, he still loves me. And the mm-hmm. Bible says that nothing can separate us from, from God's love, right? Um, and we have to walk with that each and every day um and just especially in this generation right where you're yeah. growing up with people who yeah you know most fathers are not there yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and so that is a big issue um that we face um in the society um if you're not raised by your father chances are you're raised by your mother so how does being raised especially for a man how is being raised by your mother detrimental Honestly, I don't know how, I don't know if there's a nicer way to put this, but I'd say a woman can't raise a man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a woman can't raise it. It's going to be very difficult. There's a time that very, it's, very, it's, very it's come to a point where your beating doesn't matter to that kid. That boy is strong, man. Your hands soft. Yeah, it's true. There's a saying that says that wait till your dad comes home. When when the child hears that that that's you know that's authority in the household. It's like as soon as they hear that, it's like an instant <laughs> instant fix up. No, please don't tell daddy. Yeah. Don't tell daddy. And um, you know that's how it should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know. Like women will find themselves in situations where they're single moms and. You know, the 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 man who they who they made baby with is not a great example for their son. You know, my my best advice would be is to find a church, yeah. a Bible teaching church, a good church. You can come to a church if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but in all seriousness, no, find the Bible teaching church. Find church where you know they have great examples of men. Yeah. And get those men to keep that keep that boy account accountable at all times. You know, yeah. so you can see proper role models to like to to model the life after. Yeah. You know, if not, it's gonna be very difficult. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what Colin said, Matt, like it's spot on. Very spot on. Um, now, are there situations where you know single mothers, you know, raise you know, um, you know, uh, a boy, and you know, he grow, he grows up to be, you know, good. Yeah, there, there are, there are, there are, there are many, there, there are many. But you know, s- stats, the statistics, statistics show you, right, that you know, um, um, <coughs> single mothers who raise, you know, um, are raising, you know, a young, young boy on their own. Um, um, those boys are, you know, often, you know, in involved in gang ac- activity, um, of, often involved in criminal criminal activity. So, um, you know, the, tr- the truth is, if you know, you know, if you're devoid of, you know, a father, not having a father in the picture, right? You know, the best thing to do, right, as a, you know, uh, as a mother, as a female in a situation like that, although it's very very tough, you know. Um, um, best thing to do is to you know get <coughs> saved and you know um, you know surround that child you know in a Christian environment where you know like Colin said um, they can have guys that will keep them accountable keep him accountable and would that you know would would share life with with the with the young man yeah. and just help him out in that regard yeah what I think helps too is sports Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, can sports. sign up for yeah. sports, football, yes, yes, soccer, yes. practical you know, stuff. Yeah, practical yeah. stuff where a yeah. boy has nature to grow. Because you got a lot of coaches out there that are not Christian, yep. they're very good. Mm. You know, so sports is very good. Obviously, men in the church step up and help out single mothers with they see with boys, especially boys. You know, just take them <laughs> out. You know, take time. Yeah. You know, bring the boys out to go play soccer, go do whatever. I mean, sometimes the mother can't afford these sports yeah. activities. Mm. It's very important. Because at the end of the day, there's so much side effects that we could name and name and name that comes with a woman raising a boy, you know, which is impossible for a woman to raise a boy. You I know think, what I mean? I think being raised by your mom uh, for the majority of your life, if, it doesn't always happen, so don't take this as, you know, everybody, but um, some people it does happen where the child grows up with the lack of EQ. He grows up with um, a lack of understanding of how to manage his emotions. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. So he is either an emotionless <coughs> child, or he's too emotional. Right. Mm. He does not know the balance between the two. Doesn't know how to manage his emotions, because a father really does that in a home. When you see your father get angry, or he's you know he's disciplining you, right. Um, right. But if you have a great father who the Bible says to be angry but not sin. Yeah. Right to teach your son that you know to understand. Okay, yes, if you're sad, if you're mad, whatever. How do I channel my emotions? Mm. And a lot of times, you know, kids grow up with a just their mother, no father in the home. They don't know how to manage their manage their emotions. Right, as Melo said, you know, turning to gangs, um, you know, letting them kind of raise you up, and 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 now you're instead of you managing properly your emotions. What you do is you lash up, lash out in violence, right? Gun mm-hmm. violence, you know, whatever the case may be, just because you lack emotion. A lot of guys, 
who grew up with their mom, um, they may turn to other street uh, activity, whether it's, you know, to be honest with you, pimping, stuff like that, pimping girls, stuff like that, um, that they might do, not knowing how to respect a lady, not seeing the the example in the home that a father says to respect his wife, Mm -hmm. right? And so now the child grows up with a lack of respect for women. Mm-hmm. A lack of respect for elders, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing how to speak to people properly. He's mm-hmm. he's he's illiterate, you know. He does not know how to articulate himself, mm-hmm. right? And so, all of these little things that add up to, um, you know, a child's life, and now he becomes a underprivileged man. He becomes a man who's uh, lacking in certain areas of areas of his life. He becomes a man that is not uh, where he needs to be. He's mm-hmm. not making the mark, mm-hmm. you're right, mm-hmm. and it's very detrimental. Yeah. And then what happens is if he doesn't come to church, he doesn't get saved, right, he doesn't change his life, he repeats the cycle yeah. to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have many, many growing just like him, yeah. fatherless children or f- children growing up with um, fathers that are lacking in glaring areas of their life. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to ask you guys another question, though. Um, because this does happen. So unfortunate circumstances of life where, you know, your father is gone. You know, maybe, you know, your father passes away. Maybe your father moves. Maybe your father, you know, um, is not stable and, you know, he, he has to go somewhere else, right, to get help. Um, when, you become, when you become a Christian, you come to Christ. How do you trust God knowing that, you know, you're going to be okay, that God's going to take care of you, especially when you kind of, had a father in the home, right? That was really doing that role, taking care of you, fulfilling things, but now he's gone, right? How do you trust God? How do you have faith in a time like that? Um, I mean, you, that's, uh, okay. No, it's difficult. I, Very tough, man. What I think, I think it comes with a Christian walk. I think it comes with a Christian walk, trusting God. You have to really, Put your trust in God because if you have a father that passes away, he's gone or he's sick, you know, or something happens, he's in jail, you know what I mean? You don't have no father figure in life. Like in those certain circumstances where you understand he was there, now he's not there because of unfortunate circumstance. You understand that like this is where God comes in. This is where God begins to teach you, you know, the the void filling experience where God comes in and says, okay, you need to learn, you forgive, you know understand me i'm a father to the fatherless yeah he's not here no more you know um i will teach i will be your father now i will show you how to love i will show you you know understanding i'll show you give you compassion grace all these things that come with the walk of christianity i think it's just growing in christ's experience where where you have to learn how to trust and how to forgive yourself forgive god and just understand god in his capacity Mm-hmm. And let him move, and let him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've always told myself that you know, uh, when I have a child, um, this is something that I would tell them, and I'll instill this in them, and that they will never forget it. You know, uh, it's, it, it was something like this. You know, um, if 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 I'm not with you, your mother's with you, right? If me and your mother are not with you, God is with you. If God is not with you. God is always with you. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, by what I'm saying by saying that is that, like, you know, regardless of who you lose, you lose mom, you lose dad, right? God is always gonna be there, yeah. right? Mm. He He says He's always gonna be there, right? In Isaiah nine six, right? He says, "I am an everlasting Father. I'm I'm always gonna be there. You're not. I'm not gonna go away, mm. right?" And I, I think I think that's something that you know the individual just has to hold on to. They have to cling on to, knowing that you know what my my you know physical um, um, parent might be gone, but you know what I have a eternal father you know that is going to take care of me right that is going to love me right and um and if i you know continue to you know put him first and and uh love his word and love um his kingdom you know he's going to continue to love me so um we just have to keep that you know just have to keep that in mind man i mean life is tough things happen in life right but god is always going to be there you right to navigate you through god's always going to be there to bring you through that yeah um yeah i was going to say this um no my 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 dad it's funny how you said that my dad my dad actually said that that same thing to me too because no i like i went to boarding school he threw me boarding school then when i was done boarding school it's like you're going to canada or 16 just threw me away like he at the same time he told me that but Though that he is not there to guide me at every step, or my mom is not there to, to tell me stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I actually continue to cultivate my relationship with God. You know, that some things he can't teach me. He can't teach me everything. There's some things that, that, that the Holy Spirit will have to guide and lead me, Yeah. you know, in my, my daily life. And, you know, as I continue to build my relationship with God, God continues to, like, you know, to, there's, something that, there's something that, I don't know, is it's, he... It's, I don't know if you guys get it too. It's like an intuition. I think it's the Holy Spirit talking to us every time. And sometimes we want to do something and say, don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or we want to go somewhere and say, don't go there. I feel mm-hmm. that's the Holy Spirit guiding us every single time, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. And when it's, when it's the loudest, that means you're in tune with the Holy Spirit like at the maximum. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There's a verse that um, came to mind. Um, right now, it's uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 15, talks about bitterness. You know, let no bitter root um, or s- let no yeah bitter root spring among you, right? Defiling you, right? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, a lot of times what happens is if you grow up in a situation where maybe you, um, you lost your father, maybe you're in a situation where... Um, you know, your father left you and, and you're stuck, mm-hmm. right? Or not stuck, but you you become a Christian now and, you know, maybe you're affected by those circumstances. You have to guard your heart from bitterness, just like any other thing in life. You, you guard mm-hmm. your heart from bitterness because, you know, if, you're, if your dad left you, let's say he left the home, let's say he wasn't a great dad, you have to guard your heart from bitterness or else you're going to see God just like you saw your earthly father. Mm, right if you if you lost your father let's say your father passed away you gotta guard your heart from bitterness towards god Mm. because you're gonna either blame god for all the issues you have oh you know god you're the reason why you know you took my father away you did this you did that right or you're gonna on on the other side you're gonna blame your earthly father every circumstance and then you're gonna fall into the victim mentality right 
and the victim mentality is there's no victory in that it's not going to help you you're not going to go forward in life and so you know people who are struggling in that area right that's what i would tell them right you have to kind of do that um to free yourself right from those type of issues you're going through forgiveness helps you know if you in a situation where you have to forgive your father um to get the victory right so that's what i would say you know what um i wanna i wanna you know pose this question because <clears throat> i feel that a lot of times um you know when we're when we're young teenagers children whatever you know we think a certain way right but when we get older we realize oh my gosh right mm. um i think i had it good right mm. i didn't have it the best i didn't have it the way i wanted to have it but you know what i think i had it good enough right um and basically what i want what i want to ask is um do you think um sometimes uh we can be selfish right with the way we 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 look at our lives and the things that we don't have and and we kind of miss out on being grateful and being thankful for the things that we do have in in this topic speaking about this topic yeah. you know what if it's single mother if it's you know uncle if it's a father only right what do you think what do you guys think i mean i think like speak for myself growing up um i was not maybe as grateful as i should have been because yes i didn't grow up with both of my parents in the home my father's still alive to this day mm -hmm. my father's still alive i still have a chance to call him and say hey how's it going i still pray for my father you know um i have chance where i could see him right and yes you want to hold on, I guess, maybe to the fact that, oh, you know, he wasn't there to do this and, you know, he wasn't yeah. there to do that. But you have to be grateful for the fact that God even allowed you, um, you know, to have a father. It is a privilege, right, to, um, to serve Christ. And it's also a gift, you know, to have um, an earthly father. And your father might not be the best example um, but you have to appreciate some of the things that your father has done for you in your life. I know circumstances are tough. Some people really go through a lot of abuse or whatever the case may be. And it's hard for them to kind of see the good in their father. Um, but at the end of the day, your father, you're still here, right? You're made, right? You're here, right? Your father had a part in that. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, your father could have abandoned you. You could have, your father could have aborted you, right? But, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're here at the end of the day. Aborted you? You mean, you, you mean, mean, not you, aborted you. You mean, pull out. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You could have had to, you could have had to say, and, you know, Obviously, I, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. I, I, I'm I just saying, I, I don't, I, I don't want this baby. You can just yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. could have done something like that, yeah. Um, but you know, he still was able to, you know, raise you or whatever the case may be and, and, and have you here on earth. You know, I one thing I'll never 
forget that I took from my um, my father growing up was uh, my dad used to always say, make sure you read your book, read your book. I mean, it was crazy all the time. Read your book, read your book. And I'm just like, Yo, why is this guy always telling me to read books? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. what the heck? Right? But growing up, now I'm like, wow, you know, it's still ingrained in my brain, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to lie. And you know what? Every time I pick up my Bible, every time I'm reading, you know, I remember that. He always used to tell me, read my book, read my yeah. book, read my book. That was my father telling me that. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and I pick up my Bible and I read my Bible and I always remember him telling me, read your book, read wow. your book, read your book. Right? It's just, it's just in my brain. That's good, man. Oh my gosh. You know what's funny you say that? <laughs> I your dad said, read your book, read your book. Like, I'll go back. Like, guys, what you just said, your dad engraved something in you. The only reason I know how to swim is because one day, one year in Jamaica, I was in Jamaica. My dad used to come down every year. He taught me how to swim. Mm-hmm. So I even know how to swim to this day. And, like, you know, you thought you would think swimming is a common thing, but not a lot, you know? No. People know I, how to I, swim. I, but I, like, I can't swim. I know how to really <laughs> swim because of my dad. And I could swim good. And, you know, I used to think sometimes, you know, you see a family, you you, you reflect, oh, I wish my dad was like that. You're in a certain position. Yeah, you be like, yeah, yeah, I wish yeah. I had that family, yeah. you know? But when you're younger, but... Like I said, it was normal, you know, it was numb to me, but what I could really appreciate to this day is, like, I have extended family, you know, like I said, I came to live with my aunts, my mom's cousins, which I call them auntie, because, you know, that's a thing to do if you're you're black, that's your aunt, anybody that's older than you is your aunt, you know, but I could say I have extended family, I call my cousins cousins where I have no blood relations to them today, you know what I mean, I grew up with their kids, I'm godfather to some of their kids, just... I could appreciate that. Like, it's unfortunate that I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's normal, you know. Yeah. So much friends, friends that I have is like, they grew up without their kids, family, you know, mom and dad. They weren't in the picture. Is that a mom or a dad? One yeah. or the other. It was yeah. very rare to have a dad, but some of them were there, but it was mostly their moms. But like, I could just appreciate the family aspect of it. I have extended family throughout. You know, I'm not saying I didn't have contact with my dad or none of them, but. You know, you have an extension of family. You have brothers, you have cousins, you have aunties, you have uncles. That's the only thing I could, like, I don't look at, back at my life and say, oh, I wish this could be more. Mm. You know, I really appreciate now the family dynamic of it. Like, you're, you're, you're spread out, you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. You know what, man? I, I, I think for me, um, um, not that I think, I know for me, I was so I was so ungrateful, man. Now looking yeah. back, right? I was so ungrateful because, right? And my dad, my dad, you know, obviously he's a single parent. He's mm-hmm. he's 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 working very very hard, right? And he's providing. But I don't see this, right? I'm a, I'm a young kid. I'm growing up, right? So you know what? Like I, all my friends, all their most of their parents, their parents are coming to their games. Parents are coming to you know um you know all their events parents are supporting them in this and that right my dad can't do that right because he's busy he's grinding he's trying to put something on the table he's trying to put some clothes on my back he's trying to he's trying to give me a roof over my head but i don't see that right i see the fact that my dad is not here supporting me right and that makes me feel like yo this man doesn't really care about what i do this man doesn't really care about you know if i if i become anything Right. And I used to find myself being so, you know, um, ungrateful, find myself being so angry. 
right at those things you know my dad forget you know to say happy birthday because he you know he just forgets my my birthday i'm I'm like yo this man he's, he doesn't care about me he doesn't <laughs> love me right but he's doing so much to provide and really I, I i didn't i didn't even realize this until until you know i i got saved and i truly understood like like hold up he's a single father right he's grinding he's working hard he's doing all that he that he's doing I can't expect the world from this man. I mm. can't expect him to fill every single need, mm-hmm. right? What I need to do, I need to be grateful for what he's doing. I need to be grateful for what he did, right? And what he did do was provide me with a home. What he did do was provide me with food. What he did yeah. do was provide me with shoes. It might not have been the best. It might not have been the ones that I wanted. It <laughs> might not, you know what I mean? But he provided, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, that's what that's what you know um i feel a lot of times that you know we you know we need to be grateful for be grateful for the things that we got be grateful for that be grateful that we even got it yes, you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so you know I, I find that a lot of times you know we could just kind of be it could be so you know selfish and yeah, yeah. Think that, like, it's hard <clears throat> to be vulnerable with god um growing up without a father it's like okay now you're kind of vulnerable like you, it's hard for you to kind of express yourself to god you know it's hard for you to pray and to really connect with god you know do you feel like there's a connection there for someone who you know at the beginning grows up like that at the beginning yeah, yeah. but as you grow in christ like i said it's an experience that you're growing as, as you grow with christ you know you, you become more vulnerable you become the same you know oh god i'm filthy i'm a sinner you know, I'm no good. But before you like kind of stand off, it's because that that aspect, that relationship where you got with God. Like, like I said, I didn't really live with no my father and none of them. I live with uncles and aunts, and mostly they're disciplinarians. So you look, I looked at God as like that, like that father that like you know, he'll strike you down. You do something wrong, he's gonna strike you down. You know, so it was more like when I, my approach with God would be more subtle, but like, Father, forgive me, you know, right, right, you know, right, like right, a Catholic right. confession. That's right. why I'm going into the confession room. Right. You know, but I wouldn't be saying everything, even though God knows everything. Yes. You know, yeah. it's just more like subtle. Until you, you grow in Christ, you become more vulnerable. You'd be like, you know, Father, I'm, I'm a sinner. Forget, you know, it becomes more of a deeper relationship than just mm. a surface relationship where you're young in Christ and you're looking at God as like some... Some man sitting on a mountain with white beard and ready to strike you down, or you know, <laughs> as soon as you do something wrong. Yeah, uh, honestly, I I don't think even having a father like made me um, vulnerable to God. Like to be honest, there's some things I don't even discuss with my dad. Mm. I, I don't have the I don't have the guts to like say. It. I can't talk about girls with him. No. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't talk about girls with my dad. I could. There's some topics that are off limit, right? Mm. But I'm comfortable talking about that with my mom, mm. right? Oh, so, wow. yeah, it's it's off limit. So yeah, it's it's now I'm married. I have my own wife. I have my kids. Now I'm, I'm even more comfortable talking about my dad with my about my wife or my kids, because we can we're both men. We can relate now. We can we can talk about those things, and yeah, back to the vulnerability we got. Yeah, it, it, honestly. I think that even played a factor. It made me kind of like standoffish with God. Kind of like, I don't pray about every single thing in my life. Like when it comes to my, when it comes to, um, let's say my relationship life, when I was single, and I was 
praying to God to, you know, to find, you no, know, no, single, I was praying to God to, hey, God, I, I, I want to get married, you know, please bring me a wife or something. I, I, I think I, I was like, I don't have to pray about this. Like, this is not God's problem, man. <laughs> why, why do I have to pray about my relationship with God? You know, that's, I have to pray about my uh, more important things with God. But the thing is that you have to pray about every single thing with to God, every single thing matters. Like no matter how small it is, mm-hmm. it's very important to yeah. God. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's very important too in prayer. You know, for anybody who has gone through something like this, as we're discussing right now, you know, fatherhood. Um, in prayer, man, use the names of God. You know, call out Abba Father, call out El Roy. You know, like God. God reveals himself as El Roy, so, the God who sees. There we you know, go, Jehovah. there we go, there we go. <laughs> yeah. El Roy, the God who sees, Abba, Father, Yahweh, um, you know, saying, you know, Jehovah Jared, you know, the, yes. my provider, Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha, you know, yes. my healer. You have to call out the names of God when you're in prayer. Build that connection with God in prayer. Search his names. What What does the Bible say about his name? Um you know so when you're going through certain situations and you're praying you call out that name you profess the names of god right and contend for the faith it's very 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 important that's how you build a closeness with god right Mm -hmm. in your walk with 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 christ right that's how you build it you know um you know just gonna help you go through situations in life where you know hey you know you're struggling in one area right and you call the name of god you know to help you in a certain situation so Mm -hmm very very important so um at the end of the day um when it's all said and done we want to hear the words well done good and faithful servant enter into the gates of heaven yeah right um and we want to hear that but yet those there's people out there who are affected basically basically because of the lack of a father and stuff like that growing up right how do we change the narrative right how do we not allow that to affect us so we can still hear those words so we can still make heaven our home. Yeah, you don't you don't have to let that affect you, right? You don't have to. I mean, okay, okay, fine. You know, you didn't grow up with your father, or fine, you didn't grow up with your mother. You grew up, let's say, maybe you grew up like Cinderella with your 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 auntie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You look like one, eh? to let that affect you people go through a lot of crazy things in life there's a lot of you know terrible situations that people face right but you know god's not going to take that as an excuse right god's not going to you know stand there you know on judgment day and say oh you know what you you didn't have a father oh you didn't have oh you grew up with this you grew up in a foster home so you know what i understand why you didn't serve me no no, everyone, everyone at some point in time is going to have difficulty in life, That's right? True. It's not about how difficult it was. It's about did you overcome? Were you able to trust God through the difficulty, right? And overcome and see revival, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, man, if, you know, if, if we're going to, if we're going to see um, heaven to be our home, Right. Regardless of what it, what it is, if it's not being, ha- being absent of a father, being absent of a of a mother, you know, being absent of 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 
whatever it is, man, you have to serve God. Mm-hmm. You have to put him first because like the Bible says, right? He will neither leave you nor forsake you. If you yeah. do the, if you put God first, right? He will not leave you nor forsake you. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's his promises. Yeah. yeah. Right? So who cares? All right, you don't have a mother. You don't have a father. Other, whatever situation happened, they passed away. I, I, obviously, you know, I, I feel a type of way for, you know, people in a situation like that. Right? But don't let that stop you from serving God. Don't let that stop you from making heaven your home. You're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't play the victim. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people are gonna play the victim because the victim mentality comes with like the lack of forgiveness, you yeah. know, yeah. and acknowledging yeah. where you are in your Christianity. Because if there is hindrance of you serving God because there's unrepented sin in your life towards your your father, right? Which is bitterness towards your father. You know what I mean? You need to you need to confront it. You need to you need to attack it head on. You know. That a conversation needs to happen where you guys forgive each other or, mm-hmm. you know, where both of you party forgive each other so they could move on with life because you don't want to stay remaining in, in a state of unforgiveness and bitterness. And, you know, yeah. it was my mom that told me, like, oh, you're a Christian now. <laughs> you, have to, you have to go forgive your father. <laughs> 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 That's why we even talk to this day, cause oh like you know, man. I I end up calling him like I'm a Christian. Like like I said, it was so normal for me not to have a father. It's like yeah. I didn't even see the bitterness, but other people mm. seen it. Like yeah. it was just like, oh, I'm like, I, what am I calling him for? You know, I'm living yeah. my life this long. What? Like it's so normal. You without a father? I'm like, I'm, I don't have my dad. Like I'm I'm my dad. You know, I'm yeah. raised, I'm living my life. Jesus is my dad now. God is my dad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, mm. and I there's. I had the conversation needed to happen, so I called, we talked, you know, and we're good to this day. So, you know, if something if something like that is hindering you from serving God, you need to face it head on. You don't want to die with bitterness. Mm. That's true. I, it's, it's so good that you said the, the, the victim mentality. Like, yeah, like, there's nothing new under the sun. No, what, <laughs> what, what you're going Preach. through, <laughs> yeah. what you're going through, someone else has gone through that, you no. Know, 200 years ago, 100 yeah. years ago, 50 yeah. years ago. So yeah. there's nothing new, right? So, you know, do better, you know. You know, do better, do do what... You know in your heart what you need to do. Yes. You know in your heart what you need to do, what you need to do better at, you know. You, you know, you've seen the flaws in your father. You know, okay, I have to do better here, here, and here. So it's up to you to say, so, okay, I'm not going to be the victim anymore. I'm going to do better and challenge yourself. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Mm. Yeah. That's great, man. I uh, hope you guys really uh, took heed to this and really uh, just use this, you know, anything that we spoke about, use this in your walk um, with God. Uh, definitely want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, definitely, you know, catch the previous episode of the Genesis Podcast. Yo, please, guys, share, that. share, share the podcast. Share, <laughs> share, share. <laughs> share the content. Yes, call it. Go over there. Do our promo. Don't be stingy with it. Just, just share, please. Just Thank share. you. Yeah. Don't listen to Jason. I'm Fresh Prince. This guy, bro. Whatever, bro. Yeah, just, I'd like to say one last thing before we close off. Um, 
I think it's very important, you know, uh, us being, you know, uh, young men, right? Um, we're we're growing up, right? We're gonna, you know, do big big things in life. Um, and for those listening, right, to value the family unit, see the importance in the family unit, right? And you know, uh, don't don't you know um, break up that family unit. You know, stick it through because, right? Um, you're going to you know develop. Um, strong kids from that family unit if you if you you know um push it through and you're gonna see great things happen our society right now we definitely need that um and you know you know really take that serious but that's all i have to say but anyways man we're signing out this is the genesis podcast this is great uh, but this is the end of it today <laughs>